Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Game of Love podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Smith. And today, ooh, today we are going to get down and dirty. So sit down, buckle up, hold on tight, take my hand, because we are going to go on a journey to level up your love life. So let me ask you a question. On a scale of one to 10, one being not eager to find love and 10 being extremely eager to find love, where do you fall? Now, if you're between a seven and a 10, you're going to want to listen up. But let me warn you, you might not like this episode. No, no, no. You might not like hearing the words that are going to come out of my mouth. And if you don't like hearing what I'm going to say, that means you absolutely need to hear it. So take my hand and I will guide you through. So that eagerness, that word eagerness can also mean need or desperation. And that is your indicator that you are not ready for a relationship, that you're not ready to find love. It's the indicator saying kindly and without judgment that there is room for improvement. There is room to heal and there's growth that needs to be done. So there's an age-old expression that says, love comes to you when you least expect it. Now, those who least expect it are either happy in living their best single life or they've made peace with their loneliness, with their need, their need to find a soulmate. I need to get married. My life isn't complete without a partner. That need has subsided, which has allowed the love of their life to come in. So today, we will take some bold steps to radically change who you are in relationship with yourself and rid you of eagerness, the neediness, the anxiousness, the desperation in order for you to live peacefully, whether it be alone and happy or in a relationship and happy. Our goal today is to turn you into the hero of your story. Because here's the cold, hard truth. Nobody is coming to save you. You have to save you. If you aren't happy with you, you will not have the happiness within your love life. Yeah, you might meet somebody and fall in love and you might have feelings of lust and being in love and, and all these great, amazing feelings, but those feelings can subside. Those feelings will subside in your relationship and the relationship with yourself once again resurface and it's going to take center stage and it's either going to hinder or destroy that relationship. See, your relationship with yourself comes first. And I'm going to be real, you guys. If you don't like yourself, if you have problems with yourself, you need to stop dating right now. Yeah, I, I know it's the last thing you want to hear. It's the last thing you want to do, but you need to stop dating and you need to take time, focus on you, 
heal, do the work, dig in deep, transform, and you are going to come out better. Now, recently, I heard from one of my dearest friends who I wrote about in my book, who's helped me heal and grow, and I'm forever thankful to her. She went through unmentionable trauma, horrible, horrible things. She's had a very rough life. And let me tell you, this woman has worked so hard for her mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Now, she reached out to me recently and uh, we were catching up and she was saying where she was living and what her life is like now because we hadn't talked in a minute. And she said, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. And you helped me get there. You helped me remember my worth. And you taught me that no one is coming to save us. We have to save ourselves. Whew. Let me tell you, that not only lit me up, that my friend that I love so much is so incredibly happy. It also hit home that lesson that we have to save ourselves. We have to be there for ourselves. Many of us are walking around with unresolved trauma, unhealthiness in our minds and our hearts and emotional issues that make us desperately lonely. And we don't attract the right people into our lives. And we're not able to create or sustain healthy relationships. When we are not healed, not feeling complete, when we can't stand to be alone, that makes it so we cannot attract the people that we are hoping to attract. We can't find the true happy love that we are looking for. Because see, you attract what you are. You don't attract what you want. So when you are not healed, when you are not whole, when you are not complete, you, you attract wounded people who don't treat us well. We attract narcissistic people. We attract emotionally unavailable people. We attract people that if we get into a relationship with them, we are going to be settling. However, if you are able to search in the depths of your soul and psyche, you will find the secrets to unlock the intrinsic happiness and be absolutely content with yourself and bring that eagerness level down to a healthy place in which you can have the healthy, flourishing, wonderful relationship that you've always been looking for. Now, you guys, I am the happiest person I know. I really am. And recently my acupuncturist asked me, were you born happy or have you just been through some shit and figured out how to be happy? <laughs> I said, both. <laughs> and I am very blessed to have people comment on my positive energy and I radiate happiness and they'll comment on my strength and, and my, my calmness. And see, you know, get plenty of comments about my exciting, wild, and often entertaining love life. <laughs> and let me tell you, I've been through some shit. 
I've been through some rough times and I've experienced my fair share of pain. And a lot of which I've shared on this podcast and I've shared in my book. See, I've put in the work to heal, to grow, to expand. And I've experienced beautiful, beautiful results. My love life has been flourishing for years due to the fact that I've sat in my pain. I've studied myself. I've examined and rid myself of societal conditioning. I've adjusted my own behaviors that were not healthy or maybe even toxic at times. (sighs) Healed past traumas, addressed my codependency issues, done inner child work around abandonment. And I truly learned how to love myself and how to properly care for and love others. Then eight months ago, I was once again put to a spiritual test when I unexpectedly lost my father. And let me tell you, it changed me. And I went through several months in which I felt like I was in the dark night of the soul and dealing with all that comes with, with grieving. I often asked myself, who am I without my dad? My whole paradigm shifted and it was like the rug had been pulled out from under me. My foundation seemed to be gone. Thanksgiving night, was one of the darkest moments of my life. It was my first Thanksgiving without my father. And that was the most important holiday that my family would always spend together. And I knew it was going to be the hardest. Well, I did my best to keep myself together. And then I went ahead and drank a whole bottle of wine. (laughs) And hours later... I was naked in bed, clenching my legs to my chest and sobbing. And that's when I spoke the words that were unconsciously playing out in my daily life. The the words that were eating at my soul, the words that I was so scared to say out loud. I said, the two men that knew me, that I loved more than anything, and that I trusted are now dead. And every other man that I've encountered has been an utter disappointment. Ooh, you guys, that's, that was even hard to say. I don't know if you could tell I've been, I've been holding back tears. Now, this huge upheaval of emotion and this acknowledgement of what was truly happening inside myself on a very deep, intrinsic level allowed me the opportunity to dive deep into my fears, dive into my pain, to authentically show up for myself and acknowledge the unconscious force that was driving my love life that I'm usually unaware of on a daily basis. I mean, my unconscious MO was men are untrustworthy 
and disappointing. I mean, really, we are all on autopilot most of the time when it comes to our dating life and within our relationships. And really, we are all on autopilot when it comes to our love life and our relationships. The key is we need to retrain that pilot to fly better. If you choose not to face the darkest parts of yourself, if you choose not to heal, if you choose not to look in a mirror and dive deep within yourself, which you got to remember, all of this is a choice. You don't have to. But if you choose not to do those things, you will continue just as you are right now being disappointed in your love life, being hurt, being heartbroken, experiencing dead end after dead end in your love life. In order to break these dating patterns, upgrade the quality of the people that you're meeting and actually have healthy long-term relationships, you must go deep within yourself. And this place isn't fun to go. This place takes courage to explore. You have to dive deep into your fear. You have to go into the places of your heart and soul that scare you. You have to make peace with that fear. You have to make friends with it. And when you make friends with this pain and this fear, you'll watch it dissolve. Yeah. When you dive into the fear, the fear dissolves. See, ego and fear are best friends. Yeah, they're, they're homies. They, they work very well together. They're close. And on my transformational yoga retreats that I lead around the world, I work with people to help them work with their fear and their ego, not against it, with it. See, a lot of other books and podcasts will say the ego is your enemy. It needs to be destroyed. It's terrible. It's bad. It isn't. The ego is our bodyguard. It is there to protect us. Our ego is there to say, we are going to do what we've been doing to keep us safe because we've been through some stuff. We've learned some lessons. And I know that if I go beyond this place of comfort, if, if I get into the realm of fear, I can get hurt. So on my yoga retreats and when I work with my clients one-on-one, we talk to this ego. We talk to the fear. We have a conversation with it. Just like, just like it would be a person that would sit down and have coffee with you. You sit down with the ego and say, listen, you have done one hell of a job one hell of a job protecting me. Thank you. Thank you for having my back. Thank you for watching out for me. Thank you for being there for me. You've been amazing. I really appreciate you and all you've done. I am entering a different phase in my life now. And you can now relax a little bit. I I get that you've been such a strong employee up to this point. And and now I'm, I'm asking you to take some vacation time. You get to sit back and relax. And I'm going to move forward in a different way. And you don't have to be worried. 
You don't have to be concerned. And thank you. And I have seen time and time again when we do this type of work, that anxiousness, the uncertainty, the fear diminishes, gets quiet. And that's when we see the shift. We see the transformation. That's when we see it in ourselves and we feel it in ourselves. And that's when we start acting differently in our daily lives. That's when we start showing up differently. Our energy is different. We go on a date and we're not as anxious. We're, we're happy and excited. We're cool, calm, and collected. We can show up powerfully in our bodies and our energy and be confident. And we radiate that happiness, that, that, that life that's so sexy and, and attractive when we're not in our heads about being liked or accepted, chosen. We can be with somebody. And when we're truly with someone, we can see them. They can see us. We can bond. We can connect. We can enjoy each other. We can create a relationship. See, you have to be the hero of your own story. You have to dive in to those scary, dark places. You have to do the work. But I'll tell you, there's amazing rewards on the other side. You will create a life within yourself, a relationship within yourself that's pleasant, that's beautiful. You will create a life that you love. And if you don't ever find your person, if, if this life you're supposed to do on your own, let me tell you, you'll be great. You will be amazing. You will live a life worth living. And then maybe there's some of you out there that when you do the work, you heal, you grow, you change your behaviors, and you are happy in your life, in your body, and you have a good relationship with yourself. When you don't care if you're single forever or in a relationship forever, when you are cool, calm, and collected and extremely happy on your own, you can have someone come in then. That's when that expression comes back in. You find love when you least expect it, when you least need it, when you're least pining for it because you've done your work and you've healed. And that's when the quality of people shows up better. See, the healing journey is not sexy, you guys. <laughs> it is not always sexy. Uh, there is blood, sweat, and tears to be had. But remember, when you are in the thick of it, when you are in the dark night of the soul, when you are naked, clenching your legs in your bed, sobbing hysterically, remember that everything that you are facing and working on now, you are going to reap the benefit and the reward of later. Do the work now and you'll get the reward later. You guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I am truly blessed to have the show and have you all listen. This podcast has really blown up in the last couple months and the comments that I get on Instagram and all over my social media is uh, so beautiful. 
I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in and for sending me love. If you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me and let me know what you thought of this episode. I would love to hear from you. My handle is jessicasmith.love. And you guys, thank you again so much from the bottom of my heart. Until next time, get out there and love each other.